Hello, hello, and welcome to Surrender Soul Chats and Guided Meditations, Season 2, 1111, which is all about new beginnings. I am your host, Randasia Williams. Those who know my soul call me Franny, and I'm the owner and founder of Guided Surrender, which is a lifestyle and wellness company that is based in releasing resistance, fear-based resistance that keeps us and blocks us from our manifestations, our spiritual, mental, and physical healing. So if you are on a healing journey, you're in the right place. This is a home for healing, and we are so happy to have you here. And this is my co-host, who I'll let introduce herself. Hello, queens. My name is Nicola Boutier. I am the founder of Female Makers. Please feel free to follow my journey for a collective of female entrepreneurs and micro female creators at femalemakers.org. And enjoy this episode. I feel like so many friendships and relationships, I, I specifically have made the last almost two years during this pandemic have really opened my eyes and allowed me to be a lot more loose and flexible. I'm, I can be very restrictive when it comes to like my needs, but like when it comes to others needs, like I can be very overgiving, right? Like I'm giving out of my cup before I'm giving to myself. But since I've met Franny and since like certain relationships have opened up, and even my partner has allowed me to see things differently to where now I'm functioning, where I give to me first, and then I can give to you. And yeah. those that, and I didn't know the things that I felt I needed until I started giving to myself. Those things just happened to be materialistic. Um, and that's just because I would be like, well, you know, I'd rather spend the money here and make sure that this, you know, I could do this for this person than necessarily feel like I should do something for me. Now there's certain things that I absolutely will not stop doing for myself that for years, when I say years, I mean my whole life, I would never do. For example, I literally get my nails done every single month. It does not matter. It doesn't matter if my boyfriend's paying for it. It doesn't matter if I'm paying for it. It doesn't matter. Someone's paying for it and I'm there and Carol is doing them. I took them off last night, so I have nothing, but I will be going tomorrow for years up until over the pandemic, I would all always either do my own nails or I just wouldn't I just want to do them yeah I remember I was never that girl I and by that girl I mean I was never like I never felt like nails were important to me I always felt like the only way for me to spend money was if it was if it was important the reason I never knew what was important to me is because I was always giving to everybody else instead of taking time to give to myself yes so once I started giving to myself it goes Oh, no, 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 you want to, you want to get your nails done. You what? you like that. You like it. And I go, I, you know what? I do like it. Yeah. It's the same thing. If you go out of your way and you make sure you get a massage every month, or you make sure that you take a certain trip every year, or you make whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. I didn't know that I wanted those things until I started putting me first and prioritizing my needs first. And then I became a better partner, a better friend, a better founder of my company a better like I carry my work ethic harder because I was working so hard to make sure that like Nicole was taken care of first if I didn't take care of her first then I would feel depleted at the end of a week at the end of the month at the end of the year I would always I wasn't doing enough for myself yeah I think and I just thought that was so interesting because Franny was a big part of that, was a big part of like opening certain things for me and seeing it differently. Because there would be times where she would be like, she would do things for herself. And I'm like, 
wow, she does that so effortlessly. Like, why is she doing that? So it's just so like part of her, oh, I'm going to make oats and I'm going to whatever it was. Yeah. And it was just so casual. Yeah. Yeah. And it is a casual thing for me now to make those choices. And I will say that I, I, I posted a video this week and I said, worry about yourself. Worry about yourself. I could, and, and the fact that you literally just brought that up all on your own, basically you're saying, I started worrying about myself. Why is that so important? I came from a situation where I always felt like I had to fix things and um, completely empathing based on trauma. And I thought it was my job to do other people's emotional labor. And I thought it was how, my- how, how, What a big responsibility. Right, how exhausting. How could you ever put you in a situation where you could remember to do the, the casual things if you're consistently trying to do everybody else's important things and your own? And the weight that it, that had on me, it's like, I've got to fix this for this person. I've got to do this for this. I had to be everything for everyone. And my take was completely empty. And then one day it hit me that nobody asked me. Not one of those people asked you to do that. It was an assumed responsibility based on what I was neglecting from myself that I didn't want to mm. have neglected. Mm. Oh, I love when Franny does this. She right. does this thing where you'll literally talk a lot about our reactions to things um, and how they're a, a certain, most of the time our reactions to things, if they're really like quick and they're not thought about is really an emotional reaction of fear. And so a lot of times, and oh, this gives me the chills because a lot of times we will place ourselves in situations with people around us that we love because we want to take care of them. And like she said, we will like, we'll carry it, right? We'll be like, oh, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to help out in this way. Maybe it's your partner. Maybe it's, I'm going to make this more convenient for them. Maybe it's your friend, it's your mom, it's your brother, whoever it is, right? And you're carrying on their burden. They don't know that you're doing that because you're just doing it, right? It's it's almost as if like, let's say the toilet paper is always replaced. You never like have to worry where the supply is because it's always there. So the, sometimes what happens is we'll carry that out of fear because what we really want is us, what we're really saying out loud is like, I want to be taken care of. I want to make sure that there's always toilet paper. I want to, I want somebody to listen to me and my emotional problems, at least for me, it's been that way, where there'll be times where I kind of create my own thing where I, where I feel like, this is a good example. Every day, not every day, but a lot of days, I, I'm more of a tidy person. Like, even if the house isn't clean, I want it to appear tidy. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, if my partner's coming home, uh, I'll want to tidy the house up. Hmm. And I would do this a lot for a really long time. And I would always feel like in my mind, I created this like energy where I was just like, oh my God, he's going to come home. Like, let me like tidy the house up. We've been together for a long time. And so I'm like, one day I was like, why am I so pressed that it has to be tidied up before he gets home? So I was like kind of working through my thoughts. And I realized that it truly has absolutely nothing to do with him. Not once has he ever said, can you make sure the house is tidy up before I get home? Can you make sure the bed is made? Can you make sure the laundry that's on the chair is folded and put it like, he's never even done that. 
right? Not one time. And I go, why am I so pressed about this? Like, it would be a thing where I would almost start doing it out of stress. Like, like, okay, like, let me just get this done so I don't have to worry about it. And I'm like, that's not what's being, even being communicated or asked or, you know, to me in a relationship. I'm putting it on myself because I want the house tidied up. I want to feel good when I come home in my house. Mm -hmm. So I started, I've been starting to change the way I take care of my home in the sense of I only do it when I'm in a good mood and I'm happy, not because I feel I'm forced to on a timed basis. So if I'm cleaning and I'm picking up my home and I'm whatever I'm doing, like I'm putting a candle on, I'm making the bed, whatever energy I'm putting into it. I'm trying to associate it with a happy feeling so that I know mentally I'm doing this for me. This is like my version of self-care and feeling good. Like the way you close your house up at night. Like I know that by Monday, my home is like put together for the week. Yeah. That makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. Then it also going back to the flight conversation, then it also goes, well, I better make sure I find a, I used to have a housekeeper that came like once a month, but like now I'm back on that train, finding somebody that can help supplement the difference. And it's just like, do I want to pay for that? Like, that's where I was kind of floating. Like, I don't want us, I don't want our home to pay for that. But it's just like, you have to remember where you're stretching yourself. You're running a business. You're, you're networking. You're literally working with a whole nother company. You, you know, like, what are these responsibilities that is taking your time away? Now you want to spend time with your partner. Okay. Now you want to spend time with your friends. Okay. Your family. Okay. It's just like, is a hundred, whatever something dollars a month to pay someone to come and take care of your home gonna really stretch you so thin or is it gonna save you time so that you can actually spend the time hanging out on the couch with Chilling. your husband, or going to your mom's house and hanging out with your sister and your nieces is that really gonna make you feel better knowing that you can come home and your house is like put together mm-hmm. whatever yeah. those are because everybody's you know like different yeah. You know, everybody's got their thing. Like for me, and I manifested this, like it was cutting my grass. It was just not a thing I could do regularly. I can't stand I love, it. I love it. So you have somebody that comes and does it. 100%. And the guy, the guy I promise you, I manifested it. Um, my mom, my mom's love language is acts of service. So my mom would come cut it just because that's how she shows love to me. My dad yeah. was so mad at me. He's like, why are you making your 60 something year old mother? And I'm like, Honestly, that's what keeps my mom alive and healthy. Like she loves doing stuff like that. She loves yard work. I've always been the opposite. I don't like yard work. I will scrub the floors in my house with a toothbrush inch by inch, but do not make me go outside. No. So my mom would come cut it and um, things got busy and I started getting some young guys to come cut it, but it could not, I could never keep it consistent. And I was manifesting. I was like, God, why can't someone just knock on my door and just say they want to do it? And I kid you not the next summer. I got a knock on my door. And I remember I was kind of like irritated because I was on my cycle and I was tired. I was on, I even had my bonnet on. I was on the couch, just chilling. And they're like, it's on the phone with my sister. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell? I was like, who could be at my door in the middle of the day? Like who comes to your house in the middle of the day? No one's even at home right now. I, I work from home and I'm on my couch today, not working. <laughs> so I'll go to the door and there's this sweet guy with his dog. And he's like, asking me about my grass and I was just so shocked and 
he was like, I was just wondering, because I saw that you put out a post last year about wanting someone to help you. And I was just wondering, did you find anybody to help you? And I was like, I got some guys coming, but it's never consistent. And I said, why, how much do you charge? And he goes, nothing. He's like, I just wanted, I want to do it. I like it. He's like, it's actually a fetish, really. I said, wait a minute. Lord Jesus, bless said, your little kind soul. Soul in heaven. And I said, you just want to cut my grass? And he was like, yeah, I, I really do. And I said, well, is there anything that I can do for you? And he goes, no. <laughs> he, was, he was like, I'm retired. And I just, and it was completely make manifested. Some, make that man some cinnamon rolls. He literally yeah. comes here. He doesn't even knock on the door to say hi. He just comes to cuss the grass. And now, if he sees me in the street, we, we have a whole conversation. But I mean, there's no like note on the door. He cuts it like it's his. Manifested. You can have whatever you want. Hey. <laughs> hey. And honestly, I haven't had a problem with my grass since. And I don't cut it. And I don't even go out there. Like, I look at it. And I'm like, oh, it's done today. Thank you, Jerry. Nice guy. Shout out to Jerry. Lives a few Jerry. houses now. Jerry and his dog, Bo. And I did offer to watch his dog if he ever needed me to, but he never needs me to. <laughs> he just, he absolutely no thought goes into it. He just cuts my grass. You know he what? Goes, it it honestly sounds like it's a pleasure for him, especially if he's retired. He sounds like he really enjoys it. He enjoys it. He, and he wanted something to do. And, you know. You're welcome, Jerry. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you know, I'm glad I could supply. I'm said, glad I could supply for you. I literally said, Jerry, you can come over here whenever you want. And he literally does. <laughs> And I'll be like, I hadn't seen you in a while. And he'll be like two weeks. You should ago. do a cute little, like something for Christmas. Like, even if he doesn't want anything, maybe you just put like a little cute something. Maybe, it, maybe it includes like a, something for the dog. That would be yeah, precious. I will. I'll probably make him a cute basket. And I yeah. would, I would totally be more prepared if I could keep up when he comes, but right. I can't because I'm literally paying no attention. It's literally out of sight, out of mind. And I'll just be laying here and I'll look out someone like, oh, and I'll literally be on the phone with my dad. I'm like, oh, Jerry's here, <laughs> cutting the grass. And Jerry's he outside cutting the grass. He won't even wait. Like if I see him at the windows and I'll be like, and he'll be like, oh, like he's shocked to see me in my house. <laughs> he's such a nice guy. He's so precious. Wow, such what a, a nice guy. Literally, a few things came up and I'm gonna see if I can remember them because I really wanted to say, um, a few things about some of the stuff that you were saying. I'm probably not going to remember all of it, but one thing really came up to me when you were talking just now about how you realized some of the things that you were doing and um, assigning pressure to yourself in the name of your partner for. And one of the things that came up to me was when I was doing that and I was like being the fixer and thought that I had to do everything for everyone and had all this pressure that I was putting on myself. What I was actually doing was putting pressure on them that they didn't want. And it actually ruined my relationships with the people closest to me. They felt smothered and they felt judged and they felt they couldn't do anything right. And multiple people were telling me the same thing. And it was like, okay, the common denominator is you. So here I am thinking I'm being supportive and helpful. And these people feel like I, am smothering them and that I don't listen to them and I won't let them be themselves. And it was my way of showing love, but it was ineffective because that's not how either one of them want to be loved. Now speaking to my siblings in particular, neither one of them want to be loved that way. And they actually didn't ask me to be their helpers and they didn't ask me to help them solve anything. They didn't ask me for advice. And now I've gotten better about it. And I'll say, especially with my brother, I'll say, are you looking for support? Or are you looking for advice? And 99% of the time he says support. 
And if I had known all those years that he didn't want my advice, that he didn't want me to fix it, he just wanted me to listen. So many of our problems, you know, could have been solved. And a lot of animosity and anger came up because I was overcompensating for how I wasn't treating myself. And the bigger thing that came to me was like, you know, I say to you often, and we laugh about it, but I say, I'm not doing this when I get in a relationship and I'm not doing this and I'm not doing, and I say all these things. One of the things I say is I'm not cooking for anybody and I'm, and I stand by it. I'm not. <laughs> not. I love how strong in her conviction she, she is. And, and we laugh about it. And a few friends that we have together, we laugh together about yeah. it. And it's only because, not because that could not be the case because it could very well be the case. It's funny because we know what love does to people and it'll make you compromise things that you never thought before. But you would do. I absolutely am not going to cook. And the next thing you know, you're like, girl, I wrote a cookbook. You want tacos? (laughs) No, but you know what? what, what, What came to me when you were talking was why I say that. I've always done everything myself. Always. So you've always relied on you. Always. I had always. to do everything for me. If I needed it done, I had to do it. If I needed help, I had to be my help. If I needed, got myself in a sticky situation, I had to figure out how to get unsticky. It was always me. It was always just me. And it even goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning when I was talking about how I levy shopping and some of the things that I, you know, material things for me to be able to have experiences and freedom because that was the way that I knew how to do it, just me. And what came to me when you said that was like the reason why I say that is because I've always done it all for me. I've always had to be so strong for me. I've always had to be the one who supported and kept So how do you ask for strength if you've never had to or you haven't had that stability of having someone go like, I can be strong for you. Yeah. It's really difficult to turn to them and be like, hey- I, need well, you. I think like the bigger thing that came to me was just like, if I'm in a partnership, the way that I want to be loved allows me to not have to do it all for me and you too. So basically if I'm doing all of that stuff, you're coming into my life and adding more onto me and I already have enough. I'm yeah. already... And I'm happy with it. Honestly, I carry it well. I love my life. I'm grateful for everything that I have. And I, I love cooking for myself. I love keeping my home clean. Everybody knows I love a cozy. The angels can hear you right now, Franny. You're saying it too quick. She didn't hear me. <laughs> saying it too fast. I love everything. I'm so, I'm so, don't. Do that. That's when stuff be popping up. They'd be like, ah, here's that thing you were asking for. <laughs> You're being like, oh, You said everything was good. Okay, here comes the unexpected here. You're being real grateful right now. We thought we'd drop you off a package. It's on the front porch. (laughs) (laughs) You're saying it too loud. Okay, they can hear you. I know. They can hear you. but, but, But I never really realized where that was coming from. And I think it's coming from a place of, to me, a partnership. For me, a love that would be worth me expanding for is a love that is supportive and takes some of the pressure off. I mean, cause I, I just, I don't want, I, I don't want to work this. I, I, not that I feel like I work hard for myself, but I just, I don't, 
I don't want to go in overdrive taking care of me and in overdrive taking care of another person too. I already know what it takes to take care of me. And now we're adding all these people. So now, and then, and then you got to even figure out what it takes to like. Yes. I only, I've, I've only mastered the one. <laughs> and then all these plus twos and threes and all these other plus things that happen when you add people onto your life. And I think it's beautiful. I do. I just also feel like, can you come into my life and be supportive of me? And I will be supportive of you too. It's a natural thing for me. And I, I would, I love loving people and I love being there for people and I love being supportive. And there are ways where I can be supportive for you without sacrificing me. And See, that's, that's it. That's it right there. Yeah. And, and when you don't know that, you know, I had did that for so long when you don't know, you, it's almost like you don't even see that you're sacrificing yeah. yourself. Yeah. You just think, Oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is it. This is like what the life is like. This is what I, this is what it is. And it's not that you aren't happy. It's just more so the prioritization of making sure that your cup is filled first before right. you fill somebody else's. Right. And, you know, I think so, for so long, I felt like it wasn't okay to ask for those things because you don't want someone to think that you need them or you know, that you can't do it on your own. And I've let that go. Like, I'm ready to meet the person. I'm, I'm, I'm available for the person who's like, I know she can do it on her own, but she doesn't have to anymore. Thank you. I really, really appreciate it. Okay. I've been, she, I've been You like cinnamon rolls? If I do, doing, and cookies. Um, angels, if you would like to just vet this out, the filter will be, when you're filtering it out, cinnamon rolls, cookies. Breakfast in bed. Um, there's also a time period. I will, I'll write down the dates yep. um, where you just probably shouldn't reach out. You just, you should just leave it alone. Maybe, maybe that's the time for you to go do your thing and just kind of have some yeah. new time. Yep. Um, it usually is about like, we, maybe if you're lucky, you can get like four days. If you're lucky, that's like a short, that's like a short, I'll write the dates down. I'll write the dates down and I'll make sure that those are heavily. You know, and even with that, it's like. I've always done it by myself. I've always suffered in silence. Are you the type of person who is going to be supportive and be like, what can I get you? Do you need some fruit? Do you need some medicine? You want your heating pad? Or are you going to be the type of person who adds more? I, I don't have time don't for that. Don't ask me a lot of questions. Right. To just know what they are. Literally. Probably more so what I would do. Um, we could talk about it later in the sense of me and this person. But I would probably just, I would more so like have all of the items together maybe put it right outside the bedroom and then just like leave. You don't even need to say anything. You just leave. And then at a certain hour mark, like maybe five, six hours into the mid deep, have a DoorDash delivery, but make sure it's not, don't, don't, don't disturb her. Don't knock on the door, just leave it. And then send a screenshot that it's been delivered. And then, and then in four or five days, you can reach out. Yeah. I would do something like that. And I think I'll get better. It's just, again, <laughs> I've done it solo for so long. I know it's so well now. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I literally, I've done it. So that's another part of it for me where it's like, it's been a, my partnership is with myself Absolutely. and I have found, I, I can honestly, it almost brings me to tears sometimes because I never knew I could love myself this much. 
And I wish I would have loved myself this much sooner. I really mm. Hindsight's 2020. But you know what I, speaks volumes about you loving yourself the most for me? What? Is that you're so verbal about, we're joking about this time period, but you're so <laughs> verbal about how you are with it. Um, it really empowered me because I'm a big, I'm, I'm big on communication. So if you, so someone like Franny is like perfect for me because she just goes, I'm going to be so honest with you. I don't talk to people during this time. So don't expect me to call you, to text you. I will be off the grid. I may be in Wyoming. I'm not sure where I'll be, but I won't be here. Yeah. And when I, when she first told me this, I, I thought she's joking. Like, you know, we're just being very like, ha, 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 ha. And after that first time I was like, oh, okay. She's not, she's not, this is serious. And I am so respectful of her when she tells me, like we'll send audio messages and she'll be like, basically like going into Wyoming. Ah, this and, is the last one. Yeah. And so I just go have a great trip. I'll speak to you in a week. And I literally leave the girl alone for like a whole week. Yeah. I will not send a text. I barely even like tagging her and things. Like I just will like anything that's associated with her. I'm, I'm like, not on social media. I'm gone. Gone. And I love it because you're very communicative about it and you've made it from the very beginning very aware to those around you who are in your life like this is what's happening a lot of the times those communications don't happen and then it's just like well, why don't you reach back out to me yeah you're so respectful of other people's time that you're telling them ahead of time i'm not going to be available yeah mark in your schedule that franny is out <laughs> right so if there is a breakdown please handle it to your own doing um, I will make sure that we will touch base about this when I yeah. get back. And I love it. I love it. We really talk about it like you're getting on a plane and you're going somewhere. And, and we, I love And that. that is a part of my self-care because That's I was, it's like when you are going through a situation and just for the record, I, I, my cycles have, have in the past, especially been something that has been difficult for me and traumatic. And I just have to get through it. And I need it takes, it takes a minute. It can be like a very long process for everyone else. But for me, it's, it's like, I'm getting through it. So I have found the easiest thing to do is to just not schedule a lot of work, not schedule a lot of events. I don't travel during those days. I just let myself stay home and be quiet and take baths and watch TV and be warm and cozy, eat all my favorite foods and take care of myself. And that was something that I realized, like that was a form of self-care for me was just saying, all right, this is the way it is take care of yourself. Yes. I have plenty of herbs. Yes. I've been to plenty of doctors. Yes. I've done all the things. I'm not looking for advice. I do. Thank you. I know that that's going to get dropped. It annoys me really bad. Not because, not because you're not trying to help me, but because I've tried everything that you're going to say. And we all have different bodies and we all have different things going on. I am learning what's going on mine with the right herbs, the right team, the right experience, the right kind of study. And it's fine. Like we're getting through it, but I just don't want like a, you need to steam more. You need to take a hot bath. You need to not take <laughs> hot baths. You I need to exercise. All of my boundaries and just say, oh, I really just want, she wants you to just say, okay. Yes. And just follow the directions. Which yes. the directions are, leave me alone. <laughs> leave me alone. I love you dearly. And then I am available after I am not asked to be left alone. Yes. And when I reach back out, all's well. It's like it never happened. It's like I never left. But um, 
you know, if I, even if I did have someone in my life, like when I, when I have someone in my life, may, yes, it may be a little different. I may allow a little bit more support and helping, but again, don't be more of a problem. I think that's the biggest thing for me that I've learned about my self-care is that I don't mind doing all of these things for myself. And I think because I have gotten so strong with my self-care and so strong with my communication and so strong with what I expect and how I treat myself and therefore what I put out, attracting someone, I would expect the same. So it's not about the fact that I won't cook for someone else. It's about the fact that they would cook for themselves. It's about the fact that we would both cook for ourselves and that we would both occasionally cook together. And there might be a night that you might want to cook and there might be a night I want to cook. And there might be a bunch of nights where we cater or do whatever the hell people do when they don't cook their own meals. I haven't gotten there yet, but (laughs) I can't wait for that day where the person who loves me is like personal chef for our family. Perfect. Because I don't want to do it. You want to know why I don't want to do it? Because every woman that I know is stressed about doing it. And for my self-care, it's just not going to work. Everyone's different though. Some people self-care that doesn't stress them out. They like doing it. They want to be a part. I know me. There are other things I'm really great at. And I'm going to pour my time into those things. And I don't, I don't know that the food is going to be one of them. Y'all eat. I love it. I love it. And you know what? The other part of contributing factor to, to the food thing, it's off subject is Franny's a... <laughs> I wish Yumi was in this. Shout out to Yumi. Shout out to Yumi. We love you. Flex and fly. Follow. Flex and fly. Um, is that Franny is a, is a, she is a connoisseur of snacks. She can snack to save her life. Okay. Yumi and I, Flex and fly, please follow her on Instagram. Um, we have to eat meals. There are meals that have to be had. And these meals have to happen before experiences. <laughs> Franny is like, let's grab a pretzel and an apple and let's get out of here. We're good. Where, is, where are the eggs at? I need eggs. Someone get me a coffee and some eggs. And no. so her food thing, I, maybe, maybe the person she has is he's a snack or two and they snack it up. And that's great for <laughs> like we need potatoes okay I need some potatoes and I need them to happen around a six o'clock time frame maybe six to eight I don't know it really doesn't matter (laughs) yeah yeah and see six to eight is when I stop eating I'm like no longer hungry I realized just like maybe a week ago that I really enjoy like a bowl of fruit in between that time but a full meal feels like a lot maybe a meal at seven but I'm not really that hungry after a certain time. But if someone cooks for me, I'm more likely to eat the full meal or if it's, if it's already prepared. Like if I have prepared meals for the week, I'm more likely to be like, oh yeah, you've got this ready to go, go whip it up. But if nothing is prepared and I got some popcorn in there and some fruit and- Let me also remind the audience that um, if you were wondering, she does have abs. She shows them off quite often. It's it's actually quite rude. I let it go. I let it. I let it go. I devour in a chocolate croissant. It's fine though. So this whole fruit thing, it's it's adorable. I love that for her. <laughs> for anybody over here who cannot is not on that on that top tier Hunger Games level with these <laughs> ripped abs, 
if you'd like to join team I know chocolate croissant that's over that's I, over here I love a Krispy Kreme donut I'm not team I'm not team donut. are you do you like Krispy Kreme donuts I don't understand why anybody likes Dunkin I only eat Krispy I, okay first of all anything about Dunkin is actual trash and if you're listening I'm so sorry this is great this is just to be honest let's sorry. let's really let's really be honest because and if you'd like to debate on our posts on Instagram and say that you like Duncan, please do. We will bring this up in the next episode. However, Krispy Kreme donuts is, if we're comparing donuts to those ones, that's, it's definitely where it's at. Have you seen the TikTok video? And the woman is like, have you ever had a Krispy? Have you, have you had a Krispy, Krispy Kreme? No, no, please send this to me. Have you had a, the lady's like, yeah. (laughs) So it's an older lady. She goes, have you, have you, I want you to be like, yeah, yeah, that's your answer. So she's like, have you, have you, have you ever had a crispy, a crispy cream? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, really crispy? No, no. <laughs> I got to send it to me. Please send it to me. It's like this really awkward moment because they're not, they're not talking at all. And the lady just goes, have you had a crispy, a crispy a Krispy Kreme <laughs> and her daughter, whoever she's talking to is like, yeah, yeah. 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 She's like, was, was it crispy? Mm, no. Right. She, no, she goes, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. I have to find it. This is okay. First of all, send this to me second. I, this is how I knew I was loved <gasps> on anniversary last week. It was, uh, my eight year anniversary. And not only did I get the flowers and I got whatever, you know, gifts and we had a beautiful dinner. I woke up and he had brought flowers and he went to Starbucks and he brought a beautiful box of Krispy Kreme. That's a man. What else do you need? It's just a box and I'm still in bed. Uh, was it the dozen or half a dozen? It was of course a dozen. A do- a, hello, a dozen, hello. 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 I didn't even know they made the half a dozen until recently. I was getting the dozen for myself. I didn't know <laughs> that there were options. <laughs> Why would you need options? You always need a dozen. I never got an option. Everything great comes in a baker's dozen. Exactly. So, and don't let them have the hot sign on. I am done. Because I was, my home city, we had like actual Krispy Kreme like factories. So they would get shipped in from the factories. And then they would go to the store and they'd have the hot sign on and they were delivered every day. And the store was down the street from my grandmother's house. So every time we went to my grandmother's house, someone would pick up a two dozen or maybe three dozen of the donuts and we'd just have them all day on the table. Greens were on our, well, we were in High Point, High Point, North Carolina. And that was, oh, and then now they don't, they don't make them there anymore. They do it differently now, but it was, it was my childhood. So Krispy Kreme is all I care about. When I moved to New York, I just never got with Dunkin'. I never made the switch. It's not good. It tastes like bread. Dunkin' we- is terrible. The coffee, maybe we'll talk about coffee in a different episode, but the coffee, the, DM me if you need some um, advice about coffee that's not Dunkin', please. She I will is help really you. having a moment with this coffee. It's just so sad. It's almost on the same level as Dutch Brothers. Anyways. Really? Oh my yes. God. I will tell you this though. 
I don't drink, I really don't drink coffee much, but when I did drink coffee she from- doesn't need to, Do you see the energy level that she's right. running at? She is running at full force. If I was I running at Franny's level, she, this look is, at her. This is her. with coffee? This is me with coffee, yes. Yeah, no, I, I haven't had coffee. But when I do have <laughs> coffee, I'm like, ah! like I freak out. But I did have a iced coffee from, iced vanilla coffee from Krispy Kreme and that thing was lit. It was lovely. It was lovely. It was, I got donuts. serious about coffee, don't listen to her, okay? She doesn't know. I do like Starbucks. I like looking at the TikTok Starbucks drink and this one girl recommended something called like a triple blonde with some cold foam or something. Didn't you get that? Girl. talk about this? That was the best drink I've ever had in my life. Only thing I would have done differently was I got way too much ice. It was all of five sips and I got a venti. Yeah, you say light, light ice. Yeah. You told me that. You were like, don't get ice at all. Get a side. Yeah, of don't it. get ice at all. You could just ask for a cup of ice on the side and then just have two, three, four drinks out of it. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. So to, because we are on like natural Franny level high of energy and I've had, you know, about 10 sips of my venti, you know, back to... Hey, thank you guys so much for just spending time with us. We're so excited for journey. And again, these are our regular conversations. Just saying this. It was literally just us documenting how we normally speak to each other. So I'm so glad that we were able to create a a platform. Thank you, Franny, for providing that with Guided Surrender. I'm so excited. And to kind of close out at least my last statement, and I'll let Franny as well as you know, you never know what you're missing out on when it comes to how you prioritize yourself until you actually start doing it. Mm. There's so many doors that are closed and windows that have been waiting to be opened that you're holding yourself back from. And it could be something as simple as you feel stuck and you want to quit your job and you don't know what to do next. It's like, well, when's the last time you prioritize yourself? When's the last time you really sat and just let yourself do something that you want without reason? There doesn't have to be a reason. It doesn't have to be, oh, I have to get a massage because I'm so tired. I have, there has, doesn't have to be a reason. If, if you're just feeling compelled, please go and do so. Life is so short and we've had such a, such a very interesting last two years. And I'm telling you, you know, the way the next year is looking, we are all going to be in our coin, in our bag. We are going to be elevating and expecting nothing less than and make sure the environment around you and the people you surround yourself with are expecting the same because it's only going to require your level up as well. Yeah. I claim that, by the way. It's in my pocket. Thank you, Nicole. Um, so I was listening to, I, I, saw, I heard two different people say this and it, it was life-changing for me. So we all know that everything is energy. Yes, everything is energy. And energy has its own vibration. And if you're someone who even reads energy auras, you might even see colors. Some people can see what energy physically looks like. I'm someone who can really feel what energy feels like. There was this girl and she was talking about how she can see energy. And she said, what a lot of people don't know is that energies have something that they parallel with. So like this looks like this and this looks like this. What she said for money is that it looks just like trust. Mm. And the first thing that we do when we get afraid about money is we lose trust. Mm. And I know for me that that's huge because yeah, money and security. 
and being someone, like I said earlier, who always had to figure it out and who's done it for myself and who has been my last, first, second, third, fourth, fifth resort, having trust is not always my strong suit. Asking for help is not always my strong suit. Trusting that it's all that some, like I am supportive. Sometimes it's not always my strong suit. Sometimes I go into survival mode and like, I'll figure it out. Even though I know that that's not what's required of me. We all do it. We're human. And it's because our trust and our money have the same frequency. So if you are in a situation where you are withholding yourself from elevating to your next highest version of yourself when it comes to your finances, your career, your job, it might even be for you, your love life. It might even be how you take care of yourself. I want you to evaluate the relationship you have with trust. And I say that because it's the trust that's the resistance. And if we're talking about releasing resistance, if you want to release your resistance towards money, you have to activate your trust. The thing that we most desire is often, is often tied to the thing we most fear. I desire money and financial freedom, and I also am afraid to trust. They're tied. So once you find the trust, you will receive the freedom. It's something that I'm on the journey to. I always say that I'm a participant, I'm observer. I am not an expert. I am only here because I'm experiencing it with the ability to share the words to you as an intuitive healer and to be a part of your healing journey if you so let me be. And that's the whole reason why I started Guided Surrender. And that's the whole reason why we have Surrender Soul Chats and Guided Meditations, the podcast, 1111. That's the whole reason we did the season. That's the whole reason that Nicole and I are able to activate these conversations with each other because we are both on this journey and we found each other on our soul journey. And we, we, we decided collectively that we were a part of each other's soul tribe. And then in those conversations, we decided that our soul tribe deserved to expand. And that's why all of you are here. And so if you are in a situation with trust, I think you have to kind of face the fact that you're afraid. You're afraid that if you don't control it, you will lose it. And then you also have to be okay with losing it because then you'll learn to trust it. Hey. Mm. Hey. And I know that that's a difficult part. If it all went away today, you would still be okay. I know you believe there's this piece of you that's afraid that you won't be okay, but you will be okay. And I was sitting right here on this very couch when I had that moment that I was looking around. I was like, none of this is mine anyway. The world doesn't belong to you. People don't belong to you. So if your possessions don't belong to us, they were, we're living on borrowed time. Not even time belongs to us. And so our fear of losing things is coming from a false place, a false belief. So if you just know that you already have everything that you desire within you, and because you are so deserving and so loved and so surrounded and so protected, the universe provided you all of these comforts and all of this support and all of these lessons and all of this surround. And with that, we can continue on our healing journey, paving the way to being able to operate daily as our highest selves, because it's not a state of being that you cannot reach. It's a state of being that you meet every day and ignore. So maybe don't ignore her and buy the first class ticket. Maybe don't ignore her and do the thing. Get your nails done, hair done, everything did. 
You're doing such a good job. You're doing, You're such doing a good job. job. You're doing a really, really good job. And I, I, we had a moment that we didn't really explain earlier where I was talking about all the things I'm grateful for. And Nicole was like, oh, <laughs> you're speaking a lot about that. You know what they do when, when you say you're grateful. What she was trying to hint to is that when we're, gratitude is the currency for our manifestations. So when you're like, I'm grateful for everything I have, I accept it. I love exactly where I am in my life. I know I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. I am powerful. I am, I am is such a powerful vibration. The universe is like dope. I'm going to give you more of that because that's what makes you happy. And I'm here to serve your happiness. The Alchemist is a great book if you haven't read it to kind of talk more about that. Please, please uh, read that. Beautiful. Book. I haven't even read it and I need to. And also please read the four agreements. I read it once a year. It is a beautiful book. It teaches you a ton about yourself mm -hmm. and that's something that I want us to make sure we're incorporating is, is reads that are, you know, really growing us as well is, is so important. And yeah. even if you don't believe that you're powerful, even if you're just saying that you're just, I'm powerful and you really don't believe it one day after you say it every single day for mm -hmm. your whole life, it won't feel like you're just forcing it. It will be this. I am powerful. Yeah. So, to, because we are on like natural franny level high of energy and I've had you know about 10 sips of my venti you know back to hey thank you guys so much for just spending time with us we're so excited for oh. journey and again these are our regular conversations just saying this was literally just us documenting how we normally speak to each other so I'm so glad that we were able to create a a platform. Thank you, Franny, for providing that with Guided Surrender. I'm so excited. And to kind of close out at least my last statement, and I'll let Franny as well as, you know, you never know what you're missing out on when it comes to how you prioritize yourself until you actually start doing it. Mm. There's so many doors that are closed and windows that have been waiting to be opened that you're holding yourself back from. And it could be something as simple as, you feel stuck and you want to quit your job and you don't know what to do next. It's like, well, when's the last time you prioritize yourself? When's the last time you really sat and just let yourself do something that you want without reason? There doesn't have to be a reason. It doesn't have to be, oh, I have to get a massage because I'm so tired. I have, there has, doesn't have to be a reason. If, if you're just feeling compelled, please go and do so. Life is so short and we've had such a, such a very interesting last two years and I'm telling you, you know, the way the next year is looking, we are all going to be in our coin, in our bag. We are going to be elevating and expecting nothing less than and make sure the environment around you and the people you surround yourself with are expecting the same because it's only going to require your level up as well. Yeah. I claim that, by the way. It's in my pocket. Thank you, Nicole. So we did have a plan. We did going into this. And now it's just becoming what it needs to be. And so if you have a suggestion or something you want to hear about or, you know, comments about anything that we talk about, please do share with us because we'll take what you say and that'll be our next prompt. Or we'll Absolutely. Yeah. So there's more to come. Excuse me. So sorry. Hope you didn't hear that. Um, there's more to come for now. We will say ciao. Have a beautiful healing day. 
take care of yourself, love yourself and do all the things that you should be doing for yourself because you deserve it. Okay. Stay bold and beautiful love. Till next time. Till next time. Ciao.